text then that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our epistle reading for today from James chapter 5 and especially this last verse. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the faith and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The young toddler walks towards the busy street. She's blissfully ignorant of any danger that could be there. Suddenly, though, her mom looks up and sees the danger that the toddler is about to be in. She runs and grabs the child just seconds before she toddles into that street where cars go speeding by. Anyone looking in on this situation would not question the mother's love towards her child. After all, she saved her daughter from danger and even possibly death. The 20-year-old man sticks another needle into his arm. Not many moments later, the ambulance arrives to find the young man in grave condition. He survives. Days later, the family holds an intervention. They beg with that young man to enter into treatment in order that he might not do himself any further harm. The young man agrees and goes. No doubt, no one again doubts the love of this family. They have saved this young man from danger and possibly death. A young girl goes away to college. The first Sunday that comes while she's there at college, she makes her way down to the church, which her parents had pointed out to her when they visited. Several weeks later, that same habit is not as regular. One of her professors, week after week, rails about how all the things in the Bible were really just things created by men to oppress women like her. Another one of her professors chuckles when she mentions that she believes that God created the heavens and the earth. And an activism group on campus holds a rally in which they claim to hold to any sort of biblical morality is really just to be hateful in the end. That girl comes home on a vacation, and when she gets home, her parents try to engage her in conversation about her experience in college. This girl is quite bold. She comes right out and tells her parents that she no longer believes the things that she used to believe. Her parents get out the scriptures, try to engage her in conversation about her faith and the ways of God. They suggest that perhaps while she's home, she might stop by and talk to the pastor if she has any questions. They tell her that if she continues on the path she is on, she could place herself in real spiritual danger. That girl returns to college the next week where she finds her roommates. Her roommates tell her that they can't believe that her parents read her the Bible just because she's trying to think on her own. Her professors go on and tell her that her parents simply don't understand all the truth 
or all the facts. And that activist group tells her that her parents are just bigots who hate everyone. It seems that everyone is doubting whether her parents truly love her, since they don't simply accept what she wants to think and what she wants to do. More and more, it seems, in our world, it's considered hateful to question anyone that is walking away from the truths that we find in the scriptures. We're told that it, it means, excuse me, we're told that if we wish to love people, that means that we should simply let them believe whatever they want and live their life however they want. We're told not to confront anyone, lest it might bring strain to our relationship. What is good today, since our world is telling us all of those things, that God the Holy Spirit, through the words given to James, tells us something quite different. For in James' writing, we are reminded that the one who brings someone back from their sinful wandering has done a truly great thing. We are reminded that that work is part of how God actually keeps each one of us in the one true faith until life everlasting. Yes, we are reminded that calling someone away from error and back to the truth is in fact the most loving thing we could possibly do. Ultimately, we're reminded that such an action saves people from danger and possibly from eternal death. When we call someone away from error and back to truth, we are calling them to Jesus. And what could be more loving than to call someone to Jesus? who offers grace and mercy and life eternal. Jesus in our gospel reading makes it quite clear how seriously we are to take sin. He says that in fact continuing in any sin could lead us up to the place where we find ourselves in hell. He urges each person to take sin so seriously that if the only way to stop a particular sin is to cut off a part of your body, well, then Jesus says that's a reasonable thing to do. Yes, we are reminded that Jesus said that those who would lead others away from the truth and into error, well, that it would be much better for them if they had a millstone tied around their neck and were thrown into the heart of the sea. Yes, Jesus in our gospel reading reminds us that we indeed are not to take sin so lightly, that we might continue without repentance. We're not to act as if we can lead someone into sin and have no guilt about it. And yes, we cannot simply watch as a brother or sister wanders away from the truth and feel good about it. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the temptation to remain silent when we see someone wandering away from the truth is very real, isn't it? They think that temptation is indeed intensified if that brother or sister in Christ also happens to be a relative of ours by blood or perhaps is a very good friend. It is then that we often don't want to speak, that we don't want to say anything because we really value that relationship that we have with them. But today we are reminded that in just such a case we are called to act. Oh, we don't want to speak a word just to cause trouble. 
But we do want to speak a word that leads to truth and life. Yes, we must speak in those cases. And we must hope that our brothers and sisters in Christ would do the same for us when they see us wandering away from the truth as well. For wandering away from the truth is dangerous in the grandest sense of the word. For wandering away from truth is ultimately wandering away from Jesus himself. For he is the truth. It is wandering away from the kingdom of God and toward the gates of hell. So today we must say that regardless of how our world might view our actions when we speak up, we must act out in love when we see our brothers and sisters wandering off from the truth. When we hear them proclaim that they really don't need to gather with God's people and around Jesus and his gifts each week, we'll stop and engage them in conversation. When they begin to say that surely the miracles the Bible speak about are overdone and never really happened, we will stop and have a talk. When we see that one of our brothers and sisters in Christ is following the culture in lockstep when it comes to how they view the world, well, then we will, with gentleness and friendliness, confront them and talk to them about the truth. Yes, we must speak up when a brother or sister in Christ is toddling towards danger. We must speak up when a brother or sister in Christ is injecting themselves with all sorts of false teaching. We must be bold. We must take action. For in doing so, we will be agents of God's saving work. We will make sure that their sins remain covered in the blood of the Lamb. When we don't speak up, what we're actually showing forth is that we don't understand just how dangerous sin is. We think that at times we can sin and nothing really will come of it. But we forget that sin's ultimate end is death and hell. Yes, we must remember just how bad sin is. Sin must be utterly sinful to us. Yes, indeed, we must come before our God and admit that at times we have not always spoken when we should speak. We have not always said something when we see someone wandering away from the truth. But thanks be to God, he doesn't wander away from us today. Oh, he could simply look at us and say, why have you never spoken? Why have you not been bold? Why have you not acted? But instead, he loves us. And he loves us by confronting us in our sins, but then ultimately shows his love to us in revealing to us our great Savior. You see, God's love is never just about showing us that we've done wrong. He shows us that we've done wrong in order that we might turn to him and find great life. Today, our multitudinous sins are covered up again in the blood of the Lamb. We will not die even though sin's wage is death. We shall be saved. We shall have life in his name. And that's all possible for you and me because Jesus never wandered away from the truth. He never took sin lightly 
He followed the will of his Father perfectly. No, Jesus knew how bad sin was, for he felt the weight of sin upon his own shoulders as he hung upon the cross. But he did that for us and for our salvation. He did it in order that all of our sins might be forgiven. So today, child of God, you do not leave here with guilt over past opportunities that you have missed. If you leave here today simply thinking, yeah, I should have said something there, or I could have said something here, Satan has won the day, for all that will do is produce guilt. Know that those things in your past, they're forgiven, they're gone, and you are set free. You leave here today forgiven and set free of each one of those mistakes. You are made new, and you're wrapped up in God's truth so tightly that now you live out your life in that truth. Moses, in our Old Testament lesson, declared that it would really be best if God would simply put his spirit on each person, and each and every person would prophesy. Well, not many of us here, I suppose just one, has been called to do that publicly as a pastor. Each of us here has been given that job in our own lives and with the people we know. You have been given that responsibility now to go out as set free children of God and to speak the truth in love. Yes, and when God's word is spoken in every public place and every private corner, Then the world is blessed. Then the world knows truth. Child of God, you are forgiven. You are set free. You're set free to help others who are wandering away from the truth in order that they might return to the one who is the way, the truth, and the life. Even Jesus Christ, our Lord. In so doing, you will save your brothers and sisters in Christ And you will ensure that a multitude of their sins remains covered in the blood of Jesus. May we go forth in this way. Amen.